go ahead and start the fucking podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I already on, started. On, on, that, on that note, we can start. <laughs> oh, sap fucking sap stucky motherfuckers. <laughs> Someone's in a spicy mood, and I like it. Spicy. That's the best kind of mood. Welcome to a new episode of the Bro Hams Podcast. Uh, I'm Marcel. Enrique, I'm about to fuck up these two other co-hosts. <laughs> oh God! And on that note, I'm Robert. Follow me on Twitter, Yo Bozic. Follow me on Twitch, Twitch Oats Two Five Four. Twitch, Twitch. So yeah, I, I had to Twitch. All right, I corrected myself. Right. Oh, okay, I thought you were. Yeah, trying calm to down, Mister. Yeah, I know. We're all. They're not five eleven. We get it. You're mad. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> fuck, fuck you. All right. Y'all can get off me. <laughs> and we are joined today by a very special guest Rike, if you do the honors Of course This guy can pretty much do everything And I know oh. people say that And it's an over-exaggeration But not this dude Max Heist can do it all He can steal your girlfriend Your mama <laughs> Your auntie And your grandma. I'm my grandmother I'm gonna hide my aunt. <laughs> yes. This motherfucker will do a backflip and steal your aunt's heart. That, okay. That's just not okay. I like it. I like it. Thank you, Rika. You're welcome. But in all seriousness, though, um, <clears throat> this is a wildly talented dude. I've been saying it for years. You know, puts a pedal to the floor. He could be a goat one day, and he's well on his way. Um, he's earned a new nickname Main Event Max. Okay. Yep. Max Mania. Max Heights. What up, dudes? Welcome, welcome. Hey, man. What's up? Uh, no, so, just uh, enjoying this laugh at Rike right now. But uh, <laughs> that, hey, kind of laugh. Look, we ain't bringing off-air commentary to the show. Okay. <laughs> Even if it is good content, we ain't doing that today. We're not talking about heights. No pun intended. Coming to you, sure. Yeah. <laughs> The only, say, height, yeah. the only thing height related we're talking to is max heights. Okay. There you go. We ain't, okay. we ain't talking about the fact that I'm five eight and I stopped growing when I was like sixteen years old. Okay. It, it's not my fault. It's genetics. You got some trauma right there. <laughs> yes, I do. I, I haven't dealt with it. Get a, we can get therapists on the podcast. And you can talk about it. You can suck a dick. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> He's offering you therapeutic help, man. And fuck you too, Robert. <laughs> but anyway, Max, how are you doing, bro? Yeah, how you doing, man? I'm good. Remind me not to get on Rike's bad side. <laughs> That's the only side he got. <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I'm always in a bad mood, but not, not really though. But okay, so you were recently in Abilene this past Saturday, right? Yes. So take us through that. How how did everything go? Um, well, first off, I didn't book the show. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't go bring that up. You guys. <laughs> okay. <so. laughs> there was three matches. Um, the matches were great, but there was one more match. Uh, it was actually advertised as bikini wrestling. And uh, we had no idea what that meant. Like, I thought I was gonna have to get new gear. <laughs> Like, do I need to wear the bikini? Like, what's going on? <laughs> Gonna go down to the five below. <laughs> and we show up and there's just us and no bikini wrestlers. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Like, 
you guys advertised it. I'm not putting it. Anyway, these two, uh, I don't want to like bury them on here, but they just, they weren't what I expected for bikini wrestlers. Um, they showed up <laughs> knowing anything about wrestling. They thought that they were going to do like oil wrestling or whatever. And oh, the promoter, you guys are going to get in the ring. And we we're all stressing out because like if they get hurt, that's on like the guy who owns the ring. And right, that could have right, been right. terrible. Um, so I like, you know, I guess I kind of got volunteered to train them by the promoter. Uh, and I didn't really know what to show them. So I showed them a couple moves. Their match was like a minute long. But I mean, if you guys, I don't know if you've seen it or if Rike showed you guys the match. Oh, not yet. But I bet he is. No, no, uh, I... No, I, I try to like protect my friends from from harm, but okay, awesome. <laughs> that match was literally garbage. Um, <laughs> I don't, I, I can't even describe it in any way. Um, but I mean, the show overall was pretty dope, but mm. that match like completely brought it down. Like I, I hate that I was a part of. It. I mean, like, I love that I was a part of it, but at mm. the same time, I hate that that was on the card because that's what everybody sees and everybody remembers that. You know, yeah. so yeah. <laughs> But I mean, I was in the main event, so. Hey, there you go, main event max. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and from what I saw, like, you guys had a really low roof. And, you know, for a guy like you that, you know, does a lot of aerial moves, <clears throat> just to see what you were able to pull off. Like, <laughs> did you see that line saw? <laughs> yes. <laughs> off of the pole? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> what in the matrix is going on here? <laughs> you gotta improvise. Uh, you gotta make the most of what you can do, bro. Cause I mean, they see the name Max Heights and they expect something cool, you know? So. Right. Yeah. Especially against Great Scott. Like Great Scott was just a, he's, he's a good wrestler, you know, like legit. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I had to pull something out of my bag cause he was definitely out. Do you have any um like amateur wrestling experience? No, not at all. Um. I uh did we did we ever do amateur wrestling at training, Rike? Oh yeah. Um I loved and hated those days because I was I think out of all y'all, I was the only shooter in the school. So like well, that dude I, loved But I don't yeah. think you guys ever Yeah, like I, I that is the most amateur wrestling I ever had was yeah. when and it was like go wrestle. <laughs> that was it. Like Oh, so y'all went to the yeah. same uh wrestling school. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Texas Wrestling Academy. Um, yeah, Ryan, I think Ryan was on his way out and I was on my way back. So me and Ryan pretty much missed each other. Mm. So, but I, I loved and hated those days because I was always used as a guy to punish people who was fucking up. Yeah, you were. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, Rike, just go, just go in there and take him down. Like, all right, cool. So it wasn't much different than high school. <laughs> Pretty, pretty much what you did in high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I try not to be that guy, but they keep forcing me. I love to be that guy. Don't play that game. Coach off a go. Like, Rike, fuck him up. Okay. <laughs> okay, coach. Pretty much. Yeah. So, learned, um, it was from Rike or Ryan. Like, I, that's, like, I learned shit from them, and that mm -hmm. was it. Yeah. Um, was that you and Scotty's first time in a one-on-one -on -one match, or had y'all wrestled before? Because I can't recall uh, the other the first time we've ever had a one-on-one -on -one. even at training like we talked about because scotty trained with us for a little bit and mm. i asked him i was like do, did we ever work one-on-one -on -one in training and he was like no this was the first time ever like it was it went smooth too um 
it's crazy that we never had a one-on-one at all. Like, it's insane to me. Yeah, it blows my mind because I would have thought y'all would have like got one in at Heavy Metal Thunder or someplace like that. Exactly. Like, I have no idea, but it was cool. Because that, that was... So- Cause that was a match that always floated through my head. I'm like, man, I wonder. Like Scott's good, Mike's good. I mean, yeah. I was just like, how come those guys they never work very often? So yeah, I'm glad y'all got one in at least. Yeah, and there's probably gonna be more too. So yeah, um, I saw like a little bit of it, but I was at work and my feed kept cutting in and out. Oh uh, yeah. So what got you into pro wrestling? What made you decide that? Okay. Um, like what made me want to go like join wrestling school? Yeah. Um, so I had the opportunity to like run track and play football collegiately. Um, and I didn't take that because like, I didn't really get like scholarships. So I I wasn't going to pay for school. Like, right. Right. um, So I went to community college and I started looking up like schools that way. Like when I do transfer to like a bigger university, Mm -hmm. which I thought, um, I wanted to see like if I had an opportunity to like walk on um, and I remember looking at like I think it was Texas Tech's football roster and seeing some dude who was like 6'5 I think he was 240 and the first thing that came to my mind was dude he can be a WWE superstar and I was like he's playing football like why would he want to be a WWE superstar and I think that's just like it's cemented in my mind right there like dude do I want to be a fucking wrestler <laughs> and because I didn't think it was realistic like you know, when I was growing up, there was The Rock, Kane, right. Batista. Like, dude, like, I was like, no, nah, I can't ever be a wrestler. And then I kind of started noticing, like, yo, there's kind of smaller dudes now. Like, and I think it was really Daniel Bryan's uprise, like, because um, he went to the Texas Wrestling Academy, Shawn Michaels Wrestling Academy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, dude, like, on TV, he looks big, but I feel like I can probably work to get to about his size. And I just... I figured, man, I need to try it. So I ended up hooking up with the uh, Rudy, and we ended up just going full. Like I just went head first into it. I was kind of scared though, because I'm, I'm kind of a homebody. So like right. I had to move hours away. And I was like, oh, dude, this is not gonna work out. But um, it ended up working out. So. so was it hard to get in, or did you just like show up and be like, "Yo, <laughs> I want to do this. How can I do?" Well, I emailed him, um, Booker. And I think it was Killer Tim Brooks. Do you know where he trains at, Rike? Is it Dallas? Yeah, he, where he, he, used to train, he used to train at Waxahachie. Waxahachie? Okay. Yeah. So these are the three schools that I've seen were credible. So, and Booker's was kind of expensive. Mm. Um, <laughs> but I figured that would be the place to go. And then um, it was actually Rudy who got back to me, like, the like the soonest. And so I, like, messaged him. And I kind of got cold feet at first. Um Cause I messaged him like in January and I just, I stopped. I was like, I can't do it. And then he hit me back up um, towards the end of the summer and was like, Hey, how are you doing? Uh, just wanted to see if you were still interested. And I was like, yeah, and I, <laughs> I was kind of about <laughs> it still, but I was like, you know what? Yeah. Uh, let me, uh, let me try to save up some money. Like I haven't saved anything up and I ended up saving up enough money and I just went and paid him. And I mean, realistically, that's all he was, about so yeah <laughs> oh yeah that's the word on the street <laughs> <clears throat> but he's a good trainer you know he mm-hmm. like he told me a lot of stuff but i'm as soon as i gave him the money he was like you can start today i was like i can't but 
so I don't know if I ever asked you this question before, but so did you start becoming a wrestling fan just on your own or was it something that your family was always into? Um, my grandpa watched it when I was really young. Um, and my dad, I forgot who my dad seen one day. My dad loved like, you know, the Von Erickson shit. Like that was generation. So he seen somebody on like a commercial one time and was like, oh dude, I know him and turned it to WCW. And that's how I got into WCW. And when grandpa's house, I just always like, for some reason, like I always remember getting there and it was when Goldberg was like about to start wrestling and just seeing his, I was like, this is freaking awesome. And then uh, it wasn't until Raymond like that's what really got me like on wrestling in his acrobatic shit and I was like dude like this is awesome so I was really young but I can't really remember the exact age but it's WCW got me like super into it All right, so you're more WCW over WWF back in the day yeah definitely um mainly because my dad was like hey you yeah. <laughs> yeah that's how my parents were too they were just like you can't this is not like you're getting in trouble for school for pointing to your thing suck it and like, all this nonsense <laughs> just go back to watching WCW Sting and Vampiro are having a great feud right now dude Vampiro was my guy I'm not gonna yeah. lie yeah I was I was just mad as a kid because you know Sting that was my guy and he was losing to Vampiro I was like what the hell is this you know <laughs> that Vampiro looking back on it was pretty cool too yeah I'm not yeah. gonna lie, when I was a kid and I saw those matches, I was like, are they brothers? Why are these brothers fighting? Like, come like, on, bro, they should be teaming like, up. Like, no, they're not brothers. What the hell? I'm like, what am I talking Stop about? Stop the NWO. <laughs> <laughs> the group everybody was in, except DDP and Booker T. Man. Like, who wasn't in the NWO? Goldberg? Goldberg, yeah. Did Goldberg he join? never went. He, he, no, he say, didn't. No, he didn't. I think he, he turned heel when they ended. But just the NWO was just such a blob. It absorbed everybody for the most mm-hmm. part. My favorite story is always Conan talking about he always stood behind Bischoff during promos because he knew he'd get on TV. <laughs> the camera would always be on Bischoff. So he's like, I'd always stand behind him and just do whatever because I knew I'd be on TV. I'm like, that's smart as hell. <laughs> Like you may not even know who Conan is, but you're like, who's that bald cholo dude? <laughs> like, <laughs> like signs, <laughs> you know, doing stuff. Um, yeah. So my question is, like, what's your overall view on uh, pro wrestling right now, as like a whole? Like, how do you how do you view it as? Like, where is it? Where is it going? How could it be better? Mm, it's definitely. I think it's going up because it's so diverse now. Like. Um, there's so much different rest, different type of wrestlings. Um, I know Rike hates it, but there's uh, there's the uh, death match matches, which <laughs> Texas right now. And I know <laughs> I know Rike loves watching those. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, those take off. There's you know there's a high flying stuff going on, like lucha stuff, like local wrestling is insane, like. And they're trying to get me there because I do a bunch of flippy floppy stuff. I'm trying, you know, I, I'm more of a psychology type guy, but like right. you hear my name and it's like, hey, that guy can do stuff. Cool. I'm going to sign him up. Like, um, and then there's just, you know, wrestling. Like, it's just like, it's all together now. As far as like the main products go, like, I don't really watch wrestling anymore. I just 
I don't know if I'm just not interested in the product. Like, mm. I'm not quite sure what it is. Like, I just, I haven't watched like TV wrestling so long. Like, I, I'm not even following it as much as I should. Like, I, I feel kind of bad about that. But uh, <laughs> um, I think it's mainly because like right now, I feel like I'm in a, in a bubble with the indies trying to like, I feel like I'm in competition with a lot of people trying to like elevate themselves. So right. I'm so focused on guys who are like on my level rather than the upper levels. Like that makes sense. But, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, but it sucks because like if I like if for some reason I get signed like today and I go and I don't know somebody, I'm gonna feel terrible. <laughs> but <Yeah. laughs> walk up, shake a hand with a guy, and it's like, who was that? It's like, uh, that's that's the WWE champion. Oh shit. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I haven't seen this guy in like a decade. He was the ECW champion last time I saw him. Like what? No, I think it's dope that Bobby Lashley's champion. though. I really loved like that was one thing that I was really into was the hurt business. Like that was like I love. I, I hate that it just disintegrated so quick. Yeah, no, no, that's, <laughs> but, that makes uh, no sense to me. Yeah, but that, it did. Like, cause I, I, dude, I'm a huge Shelton Benjamin fan. So to mm. see him do pretty dope. <clears throat> Shelton's Sheldon's, yeah, Sheldon's fairly underrated in terms yeah. of like what he can bring to the table. I've always felt that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with COVID and all that still going on over here, everywhere really. So has that affected you at all? Like as far as like your bookings go or how you have to like approach certain things? I think it backtracked me. Like I, I keep saying this to people is like what's going on this year, mm-hmm. I feel like it could have happened last year. I feel like like I'm more of a rising star now. Like years prior, I was more of an up and comer. Now I'm kind of like on the radar. And I feel like this should have happened a year ago. And if it did happen a year ago, I should be like pretty close to a main event guy. Like, so really like I didn't ever catch COVID, but I feel like what it did to me was just like backtrack my progress, you know, like, cause things were really getting hot towards the tail end of 2019. And as soon as 2020, like just, hit it just plummeted and i was like damn it but um that's really all that affected me like i feel like right now i things would be like super hot for me but i mean there's hot but i think i would have been like probably getting a lot more opportunities and a lot more right that seems like you kind of did that to like wrestling as a whole like 20 years just stopped and everybody went on pandemic and then everybody was doing no fan shows some fan shows and it really just kind of just put things on a hold for like a whole year yeah and they're just now trying to slowly get back to normal yeah i think the worst part was that it happened like right around wrestlemania time and i would you know i don't know and wrestlemania weekend from what i hear is usually like a big thing for like indie yeah yeah oh yeah it is everybody comes down to mania town and then everybody's running shows and stuff like that and everybody's just getting elevated but then yeah COVID hit Mm -hmm. so they kind of put a stop to that yeah at least that year i heard things got better this year but oh yeah sure. still not as big as it usually yeah, yeah i'm definitely ready for like packed out crowds again right. um, like i think that's one of the things one of the reasons i can't really watch wwe anymore is because it mm-hmm. just doesn't wwe i guess yeah that makes that makes a little sense mm-hmm. depending on what you're watching the missile may die a little bit inside <laughs> <laughs> damn that's what i'm fighting to go to <laughs> Yeah. I mean, there's still, I mean, you know, <laughs> there's still good spots there. Obviously, NXT is probably, to me anyway, still one of the best places to go oh, in yeah, the WWE sure. system. Because mm-hmm. it seems like they let guys, this is just my personal say, they let guys be a little bit more free down there. I mean, you're still in the system, but you can still go down and just like 
boom, mm-hmm. you can go down there and you can do your shit and you're still getting trained and all this other kind of stuff. Yeah, for sure. So that's, I guess that rolls into the next question then. So you say you want to, you say you'd like to go to WWE or any other, like, I mean, I'm sure you'd be happy to be signed pretty much. Yeah, maybe, dude. Just, anywhere, but like, obviously WWE is the big. Yeah. Um, and that's mainly because like, um, I know I said I was a WCW guy, but I mean, mm-hmm. they kind of trained together. Right. Um, right. Just to be like, mm-hmm. you know, just to say like, yo, I, I'm wrestling on the same show that Stone Cold Steve Austin wrestled on back in the day. Like yeah. that, that would blow my mind, you know? Um, but it's the same thing with AEW, like to be mm-hmm. on TNT. Yo, this is what I watched back in the day was wrestling on TNT. Right. Um, but really it's just to be a contracted wrestler anywhere. Like, I think that would just be like the ultimate goal, like just to get a contract. Cause somebody likes signing you to a deal. Like that's mm-hmm. realistically, that's all I really want to do is be known for wrestling, you know? So the money and the exposure. Yeah, for sure. You never have too much of that <laughs> on either <laughs> side. <laughs> um, Let's talk about your first match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your first match ever. Like, okay. cause I, like, that's something, that's a story that I've heard, like, here and there, but I've never heard you talk about it. So, um, <laughs> like, my first initial match at a show? Yeah. Okay, What was so, that like? <clears throat> it was weird. We were in Rockport, Texas, at some kid's birthday party. And uh, I had no idea I was wrestling. Like, I just went to set up the ring, and... Uh, Rudy tossed me and this other guy. His name was Leo. Do you remember Leo? Mm-hmm. I don't know if he was he there when you were there. No, nah, I've heard about him though. Okay, so he tossed both of us t-shirts and was like, "You guys are students." Well, I mean, literally, but um, basically, we're gonna be teaming with veterans, which was Tempo and this guy Brandon Wright. Mm-hmm. And that was like when Max Tempo officially started. Like, <laughs> we're. In- <laughs> It was like, yo, Max Tempo, that's our tag name. Like, okay, cool, but I'm I don't have any gear. I'm wearing a TWA. And he's like, it's fine, whatever. Like, all right. And so I came out as Max Heights, and I look at Rudy, and he was just like, you know, when he does that thing where he looks up from his phone. <laughs> like, I guess he didn't like the name, so whatever. Um, the match went pretty good, but it was like, you can tell we were both like training. Like, I think Leo got me in a headlock at one point, and. Um, I was like, be heelish. And he literally was like, Haha, I got him now. And I was like, dude. That's- <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So, uh, and then there was this other spot where I was trying to do high flying stuff. And I uh, did a sweep. And I, I hadn't done a lion saw yet. So I was like, yo, I'm going to do a senta- like a swanton like from the floor because the roof was kind of low. And I, co- I just did a front bump. I completely missed the guy. Oof. It was... Mm. Yeah, I was like, God, I still pinned him. He kicked out at two. I was like, bro, you should have just kicked out at one, like, or not even. like. <laughs> um, but I won, and then I got back, and Rudy was like, why are you using Max Heights? Like, what? why do you get a name now? I'm like, bro, like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I thought it was rough. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's the as default. <laughs> I was like, I, wrestling name? I, I don't know. He's like, you need a wrestling name. So I was like, okay. And so I found one and then I got in trouble for it. So. <laughs> what, should, what should I have gone out is wrestler A. I don't know. What we saw top of That would have been it. Default. The, <laughs> the Texas wrestler. 
Just from parts Texas. unknown. <laughs> parts unknown. Default. 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 D e e hyphen fault. From somewhere at some place. Default. <laughs> Insert town name here. <laughs> Are there any like current wrestlers you haven't worked with that you'd want to work with? Mm, definitely. Um, there's a guy named Jason Knight who is. It's another guy that I see like on the radar along with me. Um, him and a guy named Nathan Bradley as well. Um, these two guys, like I've watched their stuff and it's like, like they're on point and they're two guys that I definitely want to get in the ring with. Um, one guy that I've worked with that I'm, I haven't worked one-on-one, but I'm going to um, at the end of the month is Fuego Del Sol. I think that match is like, is definitely going to help elevate me. And then one that I keep talking to Rike about is Gino. Like Gino is like, a superstar and I cannot wait to get in the ring with Gino. I don't know when that match is going to happen, but I definitely hope it does happen at some point because that's yeah. definitely dude that I need to get like that competition. With, you know, it's on you. Yeah, pressure. The pressure's on you, man. Set that up. Rika. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see it. Okay, come on. Give me what I sooner, want. Sooner better than later. <laughs> um, that's a good, good opportunity to segue into Fuego. Now, they did a poll recently. I don't know oh, if you saw. I seen it. Yeah. Last time I checked, it says seventy three percent in favor of Fuego, and like <laughs> twenty or twenty three percent in favor of you. I'm surprised. Uh-oh. Honestly, <laughs> I, I am too. Fuego's about to be a contracted superstar to AEW. Like, I I would have voted for Fuego too. <laughs> if I <would've. laughs> No, nah, but I mean, that just—I I love being an underdog, dude. Like that—that that makes yeah. people want to watch the match more. Like, can this guy win? Like, because I mean, I've—I've I've had like some pretty badass competition this year. Like, mm-hmm. I think the stuff that Fuego and I did in the ring in Tampa, like it just—it was kind of a preview to what's gonna happen. And I'm like, I mean, I'm super hyped about it. I don't care what the poll says. Like, I'm still gonna win. You know? Okay, here you go. <laughs> there you go. Hell yeah. Here you go. That's what I like to hear. Well, I mean, of course I voted for you, but I I saw that and I was like, wow, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't expect it to be like that big of a gap, but it was. I low key like sent that post to people and said, please vote for me. I'm looking terrible right now. (laughs) (laughs) Show me some love now. Come on. Even this out a little bit. (laughs) That was the first poll I've lost though, that New Texas has put out though. Like, so. (laughs) Understandable though, completely understood. Should probably uh, could pull a Ryback and be like, um, "No joke, <laughs> no joke choices, please." <laughs> Vote for me. I get it, y'all. Been trying to be trolls, but please, Who's really gonna win. Do that. <laughs> Let me redo the poll. Let me see if you guys are not just trolling me here. I think that's the third time he's put that poll out. Dude, just yeah. retire. It's, it's, <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, I'm pretty that, sure no one's gonna be like, "Oh darn, Rory back retired." You know, I feel like he—I don't know why he keeps doing that. Maybe he thought he could use his leverage. Maybe, <laughs> like if NXT, I mean, like if NXT won, he called Triple H up. He's like, "You see that Twitter poll? They want me to NXT." <laughs> Triple H is like, "Sure." <laughs> Good job to Kushida. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have fun job to Kushida. Um, he done. He'll job to Leon Ruff. You, <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> shoot, maybe this is my favorite part. Uh, 
Um, well, speaking of Houston and Boumier happening, Houston happening um, at the end of the month. We've talked about this before, but this is the first time I think we're going to talk about it publicly. How do you feel about the reaction you get when you get when you go to Houston? Like everywhere else is positive, but Houston is you're either getting booed or it's either a mixed reaction. Uh, at first I'm Houston about it. Like, you know, I'm supposed to be this, like, I'm, I'm literally like the, like, like besides Q, I'm like the other, like super baby face guy, you know? And, uh, (laughs) it's kind of like, I don't know, I guess kind of how Cena feels, you know, coming out to the crowd and people are just booing the shit out of him. Like, yeah. Um, I felt that the first time cause Bedlam's like, you know, he's Houston homegrown, like, you know, that was his where he trained at. That's where he came up at. Mm-hmm. Like, that was understandable. And then when I faced T Ray, I knew it was going to be the same thing because T Ray was just like, I mean, T Ray's just like hot in that that area. Like, he just. Yeah. Um, so when I did the tag match with everybody against Nastico, I was like, okay, I'm kind of probably going to get a better reaction here. And I, you know, it's still like mixed. Like, it. so mm-hmm. honestly, like, I don't mind it at all. Like, it kind of just motivates me more to like, go out like after the t-ray match like i had so many people come up to me after the show like telling me that they were a fan now and i'm like thanks but you booed me at first like <laughs> <laughs> i don't think i didn't see that now <laughs> but i kind of love that. it uh, it's kind of like making me embrace like the i guess the inner like heel in myself like because i mean I, i'm not turning full heel but i definitely do get out there and when i do like something cool i'm like yeah i just did that shit like and i know y'all liked it like because I'm like you, I thought like, okay, you know, Bedlam, he trained in Houston. He trained at books. Um, he's well known around here in Houston. So this is his backyard. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm like you, I didn't expect it to carry over. Because yeah. it seems like that crowd, they they like baby faces, but they like their faces with a bit of an edge to them too. You know, yeah. It, yeah. it's something me and Tempo talked about as well, because Tempo came out and he got kind of, he got kind of the same reaction that you got, you know, and he he definitely felt that. I think so, one of the things that I'm getting a mixed reaction now is because I'm coming out to an, with an Abella Danger t-shirt on. Like, <laughs> I think that's one of the main reasons why they're like, hey, you know what? This guy's kind of cool. Rigay mentioned that. Tell that story. How did the Abella Danger t-shirt come about? Um, So <clears throat> one of my favorite athletes is Dennis Rodman, right? Mm. And, um. I just always liked how he did not give a fuck. Like, didn't give a rat's ass. Like, he just did his own. Like, I mean, the dude, like, lived the life, if you think about it. He was in the NWO. He was on the Chicago Bulls. He dated Carmen Electra. Like, and, I mean, that's kind of one of the reasons why I dyed my hair. Like, I just wanted to be, like, flamboyant and different. And I wanted people to realize, like, hey, he's not just some typical guy, you know? And so I ordered an Abella Danger t-shirt. Like, initially, it was going to be, like, a like just a model t-shirt you know like generic mm-hmm. breast out shit um and i was like why not just get a porn star like i feel like that would be insane <laughs> like, <laughs> and that i mean that was i just took off from there and i think one of the main reasons why i've kept it on is because i the first time i posted a picture of it she retweeted the picture and i was <laughs> okay I'm keeping this on for you. <laughs> <laughs> you use that nice. gimmick, just cut a promo. It's like I'm your I'm your favorite porn star's favorite wrestler. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. <laughs> on the back, endorsed by Abella Danger. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
<laughs> I can. That's money right there. I can see it. Hey, bro, I got an idea. You should name a move after her. We can. It, it's probably going to be inappropriate, but <laughs> the Abella Buster. What do you think? Like Is that what you're thinking? Like, huh? Like a Bronco Buster? <laughs> I wasn't thinking Bronco. I wasn't thinking that. I was. I wasn't thinking that far. Like, I mean, but... if you're gonna name a movie a porn star. The Bronco Buster's up there at the top of the list. Yeah. I wouldn't want Maybe to like a, a tombstone <laughs> power driver, just make it all like, you know, crazy looking. The, the Abella driver. The Abella driver. <laughs> there you go. Well, see, you can workshop that. <laughs> you can workshop that. Oh my God, dude, the danger zone. Like, that's the there you one. go. Yeah. I'm high air, the danger zone. Like, come on. Yeah. Gotta you do, if you do, she'll definitely like. She might come up to a show. You might, you might have a Mia Khalifa moment with her, or maybe not a Mia Khalifa moment. A lot of people forget she came to an indie show in Austin. Mia yeah. Khalifa. Uh, yeah. Was this before or after she picked up shit with her mask and put the mask back on? Uh, <laughs> I, you're telling me a story I ain't never heard. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that's a, that's I story, that video. Someone caught a someone caught a video. Like she was walking her dog or whatever. And, um, you know, her dog took a shit, as dogs do. And I guess she didn't have anything to pick up the poop with. So she used her mask and she threw the shit away. And then apparently she put the mask back on. And I'm like, well, hold up. Uh, I don't know if that'll get many views on Pornhub, but. (laughs) That's just nasty. I guess you got to do what you got to do, but. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really just, really put you can just leave the poop, you know. I don't know. <laughs> All right, <laughs> getting back on track. <laughs> That's disgusting. So, Fair. so, 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 so far in your career, what's the best piece of advice you've gotten so far that you take with you to this day? Man, that's a tough question. You know how much advice I've gotten, Rike? <laughs> <laughs> um. The best, honestly, and this has to do with being like, and it's pretty cliche, but it's just, you know, when you're out there, be passionate about your, like, your persona. Like, if you're not passionate about it, it's going to, you're not going to like it, you know? And right. that, that goes with what my last character was. And um, I can't remember who exactly said it. It's probably like multiple people. But I remember just saying, like, you know, I don't want to be like in the business anymore. Like, I don't feel like I feel like I'm not achieving anything. I feel like I'm not going anywhere. And it was just because I wasn't who I wanted to be, which was myself. And so when you get to be like who you really put your time and effort into being, then it just makes it that much better. Like it makes your 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 drive that much better. It makes your character, your in-ring work is better. Like I have never been this good in my life and it's because I'm really devoted to who I am rather than who I was. So really it's just you know, being what you want to be in the business and having fun with it, not just, you know, succumbing to like what somebody wants you to be, you know? All right, and the crowd and the crowd sees that. Some people don't think that, but the crowd really, they can tell yeah. like if you're just phoning yeah. it in or if you actually believe it. I forget the wrestler that said it. No wrestler used to say, uh, I can't make people believe, but I make them believe mm-hmm. I'm real. Mm-hmm. So, and that's that's pretty Perfect. much how it goes. Yeah, that's pretty much what you said. And that's true. Like, as yeah. long as you believe it, everybody watching you is going to believe it, and that'll make them invest in you more. Like, 
that's our mm-hmm. guy. That's that's the guy. I believe in that dude. I want to see yeah. him, whether he's face or heel. I want to see him because he gets it. Mm-hmm. Like he's a real dude. No doubt. No, there's no bullshit. Just him. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, uh, what wrestlers would you wrestle, if any, from the past? Like, uh, I guess like top two, top three. Ooh, I thought my question was tough. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa. Come on. Golly. Like, um, <laughs> Like define the past. Like, is it got to be somebody who's like? I guess the generation you would watch. I guess you were watching back then, like the WCW Monday Night War era. Um, I guess that would be the era. Like Rey Mysterio, so active. Is he? Does he count? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah he counts. Yeah, he He's just been around so long. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Prime Rey Mysterio would have been dope to to get in the ring with. Um, Eddie, of course. Eddie's my guy. Nice. And um, I would have really loved to wrestle Stone Cold because I think I could take a badass stunner, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would love to see it. I think I could have took a mad spear from Goldberg, too. Like, oh. Taking a stunner from Stone Cold will really test your name. How high right. can you get from this stunner? Zane's <laughs> <laughs> Max Heights. Let's see. Can you find out? Can you? Can he get as high as Scott Hall did at WrestleMania 18? Oh, that man, <laughs> that man um, skyrocketed. <laughs> That's probably the best bump I ever saw Hall take. I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I hate that he did that because, like, The Rock is one of my favorite dudes. And, like, I I have to admit that Scott Hall probably took the best stunner of all time. <laughs> Rock used to do handstands and shit. <laughs> it, it, was, it was out of there. Like, like, his oversells are Killer. I think one of my favorite stunners was probably the one Book took when he was drinking beer. <laughs> so he took the bump, and then you just saw the arc of beer come out of his mouth. <laughs> when he, when he, right? pants, was the, and he had those yeah. suit pants on, so when he fell, he just rocks. <laughs> oh man! It's hilarious. It's hilarious. Enrique's favorite stunner, uh, the Linda McMahon stunner. Oh my god! <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I remember, I think that was the night he stunned all of them. Like, they all came yeah. out and he, like, stunned mm-hmm. all of them. I'm like, Vince, boom, you know, Vince falls down like a giraffe getting shot. And <laughs> Shane, he flops over, as usual. Um, uh, underrated stunner taker. Underrated. Um, Stephanie, she actually surprisingly took a good stunner herself. Linda. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> I don't know between her and Trump. I don't know who who's worse. <laughs> it's tough. Like Trump's bad. Like Stone Cold almost not too pay off that motherfucker. I was to say, can you imagine if that came off? That would have been an iconic moment. I would, if I was debating him during the presidency, I would just replay that clip <laughs> during the debates the whole time. Just is this you? <laughs> Until the stunner is too pay falling off. Not my president. <laughs> That's hilarious. Then, we had the hair, then they had the hair versus hair match in Mania. To this day, is he the only president that's been part of a Mania? Yeah. So far. Unless The Rock decides to run. <laughs> He's talking about it. Do you think The Rock would win? <sighs> he, eh, Trump won. I wouldn't be surprised if he won. Look, I'd say I hope not, if only because I'm like, just just let politicians can. It's not the same here, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if Rock won. Uh, people, yeah, that it's truly a popularity contest. Oh. Yeah. Um, could he do that bad? 
I don't know. I don't know. No, that's a hey, about that question. Hey, alcohol prices will be down though. Like it'll be you don't have to pay thirty. Uh, heal up for sure. Yeah, you don't have to pay thirty dollars for a bottle anymore. I mean, I'll I'll partake anyway. <laughs> so it don't affect me. Hey man, <laughs> sometimes a nice beer is good every now and then, right? Good old cold one. You were drunk anyway, right? Plus <laughs> high, he's not drunk. High drunk. <laughs> Crossfading this motherfucker. High functioning alcoholic. No, don't say that. No, <laughs> I had a beer last week and that was it. You need to tip those numbers up. You slowing down. High school robber would be disappointed in you. <laughs> <laughs> One beer last week, bro. More like really? more like college. More like mid uh, mid adult college. Robert would be disappointed where he used to drink a twelve pack or twenty four pack in one setting. That's depression. It's not even leisurely drinking. That's depression. This motherfucker, <laughs> this motherfucker, this listening to like the saddest George Strait songs in a dark, just throwing one back after the other. This man, sitting in the dark, listening to Nirvana and stuff, just chuck. Oh, no, that's what happens. You get bored. That's what happens. You get bored. You no. see how many beers you want to drink in one setting. No, that's, hey, white, look, that's white boy fun. Like, <laughs> hey man, welcome to next the time, desert. The oh. Next time you feel like that, I'll send you a build a bear. Build a bear? No. <laughs> send me an easy bake oven. Moving right along. Um, <laughs> at least I could bake something with it, you motherfucker. Don't send me a, a bear. What am I gonna do with the bear? Look, I've seen, I've seen. Love how you it. Cook talk chicken. to it. I don't know. Hold on. I've seen how. Fuck all that. I've seen how you cook chicken. So I, I highly doubt your easy bake oven experience. Hey, uh, that chicken wasn't done. I put it back in, right? I was just showing y'all how good it was. Robert be like, yeah. hey, y'all want to so see my far. medium rare? Robert be like, hey, y'all want to see my medium rare chicken? Right. <laughs> this man really do be sending the most <laughs> candid photos to the group chat for no reason. It's just like, what the fuck? This is what I'm doing at work. I'm not your spouse. Why you show me what you're doing at work? <laughs> like, I don't care what goes Yo, around speaking, in the background of Albertsons. Like, speaking of messages, that brings me to my next question. My favorite question to ask Andy guys: What's the craziest DM you've got? Like, well, better yet, what are the craziest DMs you've got to get shows? Or better yet, from fans trying to hook up with you? Mm -hmm. it's, uh, well, I <laughs> oh, <Lord. laughs> damn, Rico. <Ricky. laughs> hey, Bye. hey, my, my dude, be out here getting them. No. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Right before we started. Okay, so um this is insane. After the show in Abilene last week, um, I got dressed and I got out and uh this this random chick just walked up to me and Scott and I beat the shit out of each other. Like my chest was like, you know, when you get chopped like thirty mm -hmm. times and she walked up and she just started touching my chest and she was like, So you got bruises on this side and tattoos on this side and i was like yeah and she's like that's cool i'm single by the way and i was like god damn, damn. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, i was like cool and uh like whatever i didn't think anything of it and uh i guess she oh she got my instagram and so literally right before you guys called she messaged me and said uh yo i'm gonna be in abilene in a couple days if you want to link up i was like bruh Yo, <laughs> like, and she wasn't like, great either. So, um, she said there was that. She said, I had curry <laughs> with a <the> three, <laughs> <laughs> shooting shots. Um, I literally had 
text me um i think like two weeks ago um he sent me a friend request i had like 30 mutual friends so i was like all right cool and he straight up just said you're beautiful like as soon as i accepted the request i was like bruh <laughs> yo <laughs> this is a tell me like and then of course i've gotten like eight thousand. like yo do you send pictures of your feet like what? <laughs> you never have your feet. <laughs> you your feet fixed. You know? Oh no! What? Jesus it's Christ. ridiculous. Like I just get so one day. They're asking and- for the eggplant. They're asking for feet. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's ridiculous. Oh like, my god! Like I'll just log on and start scrolling, and like, oh, you got a message. Like, cool. I'll go and look, and it's like, yo, do you send pics of your feet? Like. Delete block. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> How much? Hey, let me see them toes. What? Excuse me. <laughs> so violated. <laughs> it's insane. That is wild, uh-huh. though. So that there's something so I don't know what it is. There is something so uncomfortable and invasive. If somebody asks you for feet. Yeah, yeah. pick is one thing. Like, girl, he's like, "Hey, send me a picture." It's like, yeah. But he's like, "I want to see a picture of your feet." What? Why? <laughs> We're crossing boundaries over here, man. For real, it's like that. My penis is one thing. Kind of my feet. Excuse you, madam. You're gonna cross that motherfucking line. I am not a foot model. <laughs> you wench, trying to see my toes. Like. Have you no morals? Like I'd be like, you damn Jezebel! If you don't get out my damn DMs, <laughs> what she say, man? She wanted to see my feet. What the hell? I'm not with that. Uh, what kind of evil is this? I had a girl ask me one time if she liked my if I like my ass. I was like, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> how about how about I don't what? partake in any of that? Yeah, like I had a girl ask me that once, like. So if me and you had sex, you gonna let me eat your booty? I was like, uh, no, huh? I, I, I'm good. No I butt stuff. Like, I like, oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm cool, Chief. I was like, look, hey, for the record, anybody listening to this, you know, if you a guy and you like your booty eat, that's that's just you. You know, ain't nothing wrong with that. Me personally, I don't like my ass eat. That that shit's nasty. I heard a. <laughs> I was listening to this uh, this one show and they were talking about um you know. <laughs> know how privileged it is apparently <laughs> how much privilege apparently you gotta have to eat booty like you're just like they're a third world country starving <laughs> and we got so much food over here that we choose to eat booty <laughs> oh my gosh it's like i don't want to eat like what you gonna eat today i don't know ass like <laughs> it is an ass all this food in the fridge <laughs> Oh man. Some leftovers, some ramen, some ass. Yo, speaking of, my auntie got on my cousin about that. Eating ass? Yeah. <laughs> boy, all of it. Boy, I just spent all this time teaching you how to cook. I done taught you how to cook everything I know how to cook. And you still out here eating ass. <laughs> what kind of shit is that? You you about one ungrateful motherfucker. <laughs> like. I was like, damn. I'm grateful for eating ass. I mean, there yeah, was. Yeah, like, uh, like he he invited me over. So I'm like sitting in the living room, you know, going through the TV guy, and I'm just hearing him go, hearing her go off on him. I'm like, it gets quiet, right? It's like a scene out of a fucking movie. It gets quiet, right? So I like stand up and I go, Auntie, you want me to come back another time? No, nah, sit your ass down. Okay. I'm like, I, I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm cool. I was just making sure. Yes, like, ma'am. You sound like a 
my oh personal my thing. Personal thing going on here. <laughs> I mean, that, that has to come out of nowhere. Like, you're just sitting there chilling, watching TV. All of a sudden, you still out here eating ass. Whoa. <laughs> Y'all could wait till after I leave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the whole house would hear this conversation. <laughs> it, I saw this meme. It was like all the people you called. Everybody was out here calling everybody dang African booty lickers. Now look at y'all. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah, it's like it's I'm like, not me. No more because everyone's just doing it. Yeah. I, is this I, like I just, a trend that just happened? Is this all of a sudden everyone just started eating ass? Is that, that was a thing back in high school. I know that. I don't know. I ain't never looked and at it. If it, it was, no one was bragging about it. All the times I've been, all the times I've counted the yams, I never once thought about eating ass. I'm gonna say like, you can't just say, see, you can't just say <laughs> having stuff. You gotta say pounding the yams, like. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm it sound more exciting, just pounding the yams. I was pounding the yams and I was stirring macaroni at the same time. Call that oh. shit Thanksgiving. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, there was this girl I was talking to like late last year. She was talking. She was uh, She was like, oh, yeah, there's stuff I want to do. She's like, I got fans. I was like, okay, cool. What are they? Me trying to be suave. I suck at it. But she was like, you know, like threesome, blah, blah, pegging. I said, I don't know about that last thing. But <laughs> like, maybe the other two things. I'm like, I don't know about that last one. Like, <laughs> at all. I'm like, I don't need nothing awakened in me. My excuse is I'm an old school black man from the South. I don't partake in that type of shit. It's like Ali G said, entry hole is like exit hole is always me exit hole, never me entry hole. So I just do not partake in that. If you cool with it, A. That's your business. That's between you, God, and your girl. Like more power to you. Me, Mm-mm. I can't I do it, with Ricky Bobby. I can't yeah, I, do it. When I asked when I asked Max that question, I didn't expect like, yeah, can you send pictures of your feet? I was like, damn, women out here asking for feet pics too. God damn, it's women and men, dog. It's both. It's wild. They demanded for feet pics. I don't know what the market for feet <laughs> pics is, but it's it's wild. It's just gotta follow this one. I follow this one porn star on uh, Instagram, Jessica Rhodes, and she was like, the amount of feet pic DMs that I get is astounding. I'm like, really? Like, I ain't never been fascinated by feet. That's gotta be a weird thing if you're a porn star, right? Like, I mean, obvi- like, obviously your stuff is just all over the internet. You can just go to any site yeah. and find it, but it's like somebody coming up to you was like, yeah, I've seen all that. I've seen your, your boobs and your tits and all that, your ass and all that. Show me your feet. <laughs> I want to see your feet. Yeah, they show always, me something interesting, damn it. They always crop it out in the videos. <laughs> they don't focus oh, on the feet enough. Like uh, <laughs> you you sure you don't want it to pick? No. Show me your feet. Like I don't know what they'd be looking for too. It's just what, I don't know. If a chick is looking for feet, if a chick is looking for feet pics from me, she's gonna be sadly disappointed. I got the Kunta S5s on. <laughs> you should go get a pedicure. <laughs> You probably oh ain't going to pedicure me, see. And what'd nah, you learn, like- Robert? And what'd you learn, Robert? You say, oh, Marcel, you gave her going to pedicure. Then what happened? Yo ass got a pedicure. <laughs> <laughs> and you ended up like, hey, so- hey. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. My excuse with that, though, is that I, first of all, I did it with my girlfriend. And second of all, I was bored. Nah, hell no. Nah. How'd your feet I, feel after? I wanted to see how it felt. It felt great. Nah. If I know Robert, th- that conversation went like this. Robert's girl was probably like, hey, bitch, 
Danish, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's not how it happened. Just get it your ass up. To where it was like a compromise. Get your ass up. We going to get pedicures today. Wait, you and the little girl? You too, motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, I haven't got a pedicure in like literally years. The only thing I can't get one is I get real self-conscious about people touching my feet. And I am 90% sure those ladies be talking about me in Vietnamese. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> oh, no, they were definitely talking about my... They were definitely talking about my feet the whole entire time. I could just tell. They were just like talking shit. And I was just like, I was looking at my girl and I was just like, you know, look at these motherfuckers. They're talking shit. I hear them. It's fine. <laughs> it's cool. My feet suck. I get it. I never had a pedicure in my life, right? Wash my that's fucking how, feet. <laughs> that's how I felt at the commissary back in the day. Like, I'm putting like honey buns and shit up there, like all this junk food. And all I hear is, watching, like, Yes, I know I eat unhealthy. I don't need you motherfuckers judging me and y'all saying what you shit. Just bag me up. Just bag me up. Bag my shame up. Right. But seriously, Rika, you really do yeah, got just wash my feet. You really do got the runaway slave feet. You probably <laughs> missing a pedicure. What the fuck is up with y'all today roasting me? Look, I'm a German <laughs> suplex both of you bitches if y'all are here in person. That won't make your feet any less horrible. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> you deflected. You're deflected. I I it might actually get worse if you walk. Look, shut the fuck up, both of y'all. I ain't said this in a long time, but both of y'all can suck the meanest dick. Both of y'all. <laughs> back, back to the interview. We got a guest here today. We ain't talking about my height or my feet or any of that shit. I'm just trying. We just trying to look out for you. That's all. I'm yeah, saying. Look, girls don't. Do, girls or guys do not DM Rike for feet pictures. All right. Y'all could. Y'all could. Y'all could go. I appreciate y'all looking out for me, but on this subject, y'all can go look out for some dick. That's what y'all can do. But anyway, look, that's fine. I'll, I'll just have to just have to hit your mom up and be like, "Can you take him to get a pedicure?" Please? No, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. But anyway, in there, Rike. Sounds like a nice mother and son. So Max. So Max. So Max. Yeah. Anyway, getting back to the interview. Uh. I lost my train of thought because you motherfuckers. Um, Do you want to ask him about his boots since we talk about feet? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. <sighs> I hate y'all today. <laughs> hey, I got I got you to say it instead of my, say, me saying it to Marcel. Well, you were you were seriously pissed off. I'm like just joking. <laughs> I'm like real oh, okay. yeah, I, I was serious. I'll keep it rolling. I'll keep it rolling. Uh, yeah. So Max, what are your uh, what would you say your current goals are right now? Like anything you want to achieve by the end of the year or in the next couple of years or in um, terms of wrestling? I know long term goal is just to be on TV. Um, any. Um, as far as shirts, short term goals. Um, I guess by the end of the year. I definitely want to make that Lone Star Championship mean something. Like, I want it to be a special championship in Texas. And I also want to get an opportunity to fight for the new Texas Pro Championship as well. Uh, Mysterious Q has been killing it. And that's a, that's a guy I didn't mention earlier that I feel like at some point, like, if I get to, like, wrestle with him, man, it's going to help elevate me. Yeah, so I've heard, get, yeah. He's been killing it. At that or, or any main title um, on the Indies, Texas. Like I feel like that would like that's that's definitely a huge goal for me by the end of the year. Have you worked any promotions outside of Texas? 
Um, not in a while. Um, I haven't worked outside of Texas since man, it's it's been a minute. Uh, maybe like five years. I want to. Where's like, the furthest you've been? Uh, probably New Jersey or California. I went to Fresno to wrestle for Manny Fernandez one time. Oh, okay. That felt like a crazy drive because it was from San Antonio to El Paso, which was like yeah. the worst drive I could ever even imagine. Mm-hmm. And then all the way to Cali is just straight like to New Jersey. Like there was a bunch of different like different sites. It was a completely different world out there. But um, going out west, something about it that I was like, man, like <laughs> this is not appealing to me right now. But um, <clears throat> so that that felt like longer. But I think New Jersey was really the furthest we've been. Do you have any interest of uh, like when things open back up, like going overseas at all, like England or Japan or rest oh, of yeah. those places? For sure. I think that's one of the reasons why I haven't been traveling out of the state as much. Like I haven't really hit up any promotions because I don't know how different states are. Right. Um, but you is definitely the first place I wanted to go internationally. Um, I wanted to do it a couple years ago, but li- like I said, I wasn't like fully invested into what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, now I, I'm definitely down to go to the UK. Like that's, I don't know what it was about the UK, like just the wrestling style. Like I really wanted to try to, you know, go over there and learn some things, emulate them and bring them back to the US. And I think that would definitely help me out. Like, you know, get that international tag too. Yeah, cause that, that scene has been ripped. It was always bubbling under, but it's really been exploding over the past couple of years. Partly yeah. because of, you know, Doty put UK over there, their NXT promotion. And then obviously you got progress. I, and mm-hmm. all these other companies so the scene's really just been getting bigger and bigger yeah i think the main thing too is like they speak english so you know yeah <laughs> learn <it. laughs> no huge language barrier mm-hmm. <clears throat> so would you work japan if given the opportunity oh hell yeah um it's just another another thing to learn you know um i've never been like super like like super huge into Japan uh, mm-hmm. or the scene, but I've definitely kept up with it. Um, especially since Jericho's been, you know, or when he started going back to Japan, like right. I was really, um, I think it'd be dope. Like dude, that's that's one place that any wrestler's gotta wanna, you know, go to is a Tokyo Dome. Like if you're a wrestler, you at least wanna do like a WrestleMania, a Tokyo Dome, like it's out there, you know, like so many names have been through that and been yeah. through and seeing like i think it's just something you know i'd I'd, honestly i'd go anywhere like (laughs) just to learn but uh, japan would be dope plus like the scene like just the scenery in japan is pretty cool too like (laughs) i'm not big on like i mean i'm like i like dragon ball z and whatnot but Mm -hmm. like just like how japan looks like a freaking huge anime is pretty dope so Yeah, that, that'd be cool. There's like a lot of, also a lot of other promotions in Japan's obviously been, they got a stronghold over there. They would have been trying to get over there and New Japan's like, not today, buddy. Well, yeah. like not not today. Yeah. <laughs> they keep trying to lock them out, but they're slowly expanding because they're, uh, where's, where they tape New Japan strong at, Rike? Is that in California they taped that at? I want to say they taped it in Cali. Yeah. Yeah, because that's when they're, that's where their American dojo is at. They got more things on over there. Uh, I know you said you didn't keep up with like some of the bigger companies. Do you keep up with like maybe like ROH or Impact at all? Um, I just follow like some of the talent and watch mm-hmm. some of like highlights and whatnot. 
um but i really don't follow up with like direct storylines i guess like right, right, right. i couldn't tell you like who's going to be facing off at the next pay-per-view unless they promote it you Honestly, know well we enough. couldn't we couldn't tell you either yeah <laughs> like for the most part <laughs> um i uh yeah like i i mean it's impact would be a place to go to um but as far as like following them roh too like it's cool to see like you know some of the texas girls getting opportunities mm -hmm. in ROH right now that's pretty dope um but that's probably the most i'm gonna follow it like i definitely do need to get into watching these wrestling shows more um but directly like storyline wise yeah I, I don't know like i think backlash is a sunday too like it or whatever it is Dang, so. that totally, that totally slipped my mind. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't blame you if it did, because I forgot. Until <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, I, I was like, oh, just, oh god. I know yeah, it's like, it it's called WrestleMania backlash, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Weird. So WrestleMania Money in the Bank, WrestleMania. Nah, that, that's WrestleMania SummerSlam. Oh god. Nah. WrestleMania <laughs> SummerSlam. Let's just call it what it is. It's fucking. It's it's whack. Right, just straight up whack, whacklash. Okay. I can deal with that. Yeah, whacklash, whacklash, weenie, weenie hunt, junior mania. Like, junior mania. look, in your house is bad. Uh, so I'm gonna watch yeah. it. Yes, in your house. Okay, that's a good question. Uh, did so? Did you watch any of the in your houses, uh, Max? Like back in the day. Yeah, like back in the day. Um, dude. So I didn't ever watch any pay-per-views to be honest with you um i was one of those families okay, okay. like would ask my parents like hey can i watch this like no nah. like, all right that's fine and then <laughs> i would just go like wait for <laughs> um <clears throat> but uh my dad like because in your house when did it stop like 98 or 97 yeah i think that sounds about right 98. 98 so i was still watching wcw then but my dad was, we had okay. like, and he was able to like, get like the static channel, but you can still hear the audio of the pay-per-view. Um, mm -hmm. That's how I watch, that's mm -hmm. how I listen to pay-per-views. Um, I remember the very first pay-per-view that I listened to, Rey Mysterio lost his mask. And I was like, bro, I can't see Rey. <laughs> it's static, like. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, but I mean, that's really like, I like, growing up i probably watched like three or four total pay-per-views in there because my birthday month like okay yeah um speaking of shows it was though are you good <laughs> um speaking of shows you along with Kiefer bartek and terrell tempo are a co-founder of new texas pro wrestling mm -hmm. um the very first show a lot of people that probably been following new texas pro since 2018 probably don't know that the very first new texas pro show was actually in your hometown colorado city yeah so i know it's probably hard but if you can take me back to what it felt like for you to come to your hometown into a gym that you probably showed out in a lot back in the day and actually put on a show there for your hometown fans um it was kind of surreal honestly like i never I never even heard of wrestling in Colorado City, like ever. Um, and so when I started training, like, and I, Rudy would talk about like, oh, we're gonna do a show here, and I'll go and look at the population, and I'm like, dude, what? We can probably run a show in Colorado City, but I never really thought like twice about it. I was just like, they can probably 
pull some, you know, a few hundred people. And um, it wasn't until Kiefer and Tempo and I were backstage at a show and we were like, Kiefer really wanted to run Abilene because Abilene doesn't have any wrestling, you know, there was like no scene out there. And of course, Tempo's from Leveland. Um, <clears throat> and so I was like, well, we can do Colorado City too. Like I can, like, trust me, I'll find a building. I'll do whatever I can to get a show there. Like, and uh, eventually we it, it all just came together. And like the whole buildup to the show was like, I had dreams like every night that something went wrong. <laughs> like, like <laughs> I remember having a dream where we showed up and there was like no ring. And I remember calling Tempo like, bro, are we gonna have a ring there? Like, cause Rudy was responsible for the ring. And I don't know, like, it was just like, we we're all nervous about stuff that was going on. And it was, it was weird, but when we were actually there and the show took place and it ended, like, it just like, it took a while for that high to like wear off me. Like I was like, yeah. adrenaline was like pumping. Like it was insane. Um, and that was like the most packed out that gym had gotten so far for any new texas show in colorado city so um just to hear them like i come and show support for me man like it was uh, it's a feeling i can't ever get back like yeah what did your what did your dad say to you after the show like after all the shows uh, like after after that very first one if you can remember it after that first one oh he was just you know he just gave me a hug he was like super excited about it my mom hated it um (laughs) She, <laughs> well, she hated. Well, I have an idea of why she hated it, but <laughs> and like I got hit with a steel chair. Um, I got chopped a few times. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we were outside of the. It was a no DQ match, so it was like yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I just remember like going like after the match was over. I remember getting out of the ring and I was just swarmed by people, which was which was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um. But the first one that I like talked to, like I, I avoided everybody and went to talk to my dad. And, you know, I talked to him for a little bit and then I started taking pictures with people and I started realizing like, dude, where, where the hell is my mom at? And then I kind of walked towards the, cause Steven, our uh, ring announcer, he noticed that I was like just dying. <laughs> He's like, I'm water. I was like, okay, thank you. And so I walked towards the concession stand and I just have a trail of people following me. I, I've never had that much fame in my life, I felt. And, uh, <clears throat> I get the water and all these people are taking pictures and I see my mom like in the corner of the concession stand and she's just like shaking her head at me <laughs> and I'm like and then like it wasn't until like later that night that she was like I don't think I can go to any more of your matches I was like fine <laughs> damn at least you came to the first one yeah I mean she'll go to the matches but like I legit have to tell her like hey this is a singles match like that's it like yeah. if it's DQ or like against somebody who I'm about to like have a fight with like I'm sorry you can't go like you're gonna right. yeah <laughs> you're not gonna have a good time <laughs> yeah like that balls count anywhere with Bedlam I was like hey nah <laughs> nah nah mom you can't show up for that one <laughs> yeah um I remember I think I yeah I'd only been to that one Colorado City show before the match you had with Bedlam and <laughs> That match, I don't know which one I liked more, Max, you and you versus Cassianos or you and Bedlam. But mm-hmm. I think the Bedlam one sticks out more so because of the dive at the end. Oh, the uh, the stage dive? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, I can't believe that happened. <laughs> Did you have to do a lot of mental prep before that dive or you're just like, 
fuck no it, you just did it i so <clears throat> the way it goes is i showed up and you know you got to think of a finish for a false count anywhere match that doesn't end in the ring right like it does like and uh like initially what the ending was going to be was a table like i wanted to do a 450 or something through a table but i wasn't about to do that on the outside of the ring because it was concrete so right <laughs> um i remember telling Kiefer like well this is my this is my idea for the finish and he was like so you're gonna end a false count anywhere in the ring and i was like dude i'm not about to kill myself and as we're talking they're setting up this truss that's about like what 10 feet tall yeah and like what if you jumped off that i was like dude here we go. Like, I'm about to become Jeff Hardy. And uh, <laughs> I was like, maybe it'll work. And uh, we ended up figuring it out. But, like, literally, like, I, I climbed up there at one point and it was just shaky. And I was like, I don't know if I can do this. And I was like, I just need adrenaline. And then I think Rike was like, oh, we can hold it from the back. And I was like, well, all right, I trust you guys. And that was literally it. Like, I didn't climb up there until the match started. And. <laughs> So as soon as the match ended, I got up there and like one of the, like it's aluminum bars at the top. It like bent while I was standing up there and I was supposed to do a frog splash, fell onto everybody behind the curtain, which would have ended the entire match right there. Like I would, my career would have been over. Um, So as soon as it bent, I just wrestler instinct, just dropped the macho man elbow and went all the way down. Like um, it definitely hurt, but like, I expected it to hurt way worse than it did. Like, I thought my hip was gonna just burst the way I was falling. Uh, but it was cool, and it definitely got like a lot of eye. Like the show I had the next night in McAllen, which is like eight hours away. Like, I had like two fans come up to me like, "Hey, were you the guy that jumped off the stage last night?" I was like, "Oh, that's pretty cool." Like, it got around like that. <laughs> Word be traveling yeah. fast. Yeah. <laughs> I can see just Rike holding that as you come down, like, damn, he actually did that. <laughs> I just, I just knew, like, knowing him, I'm like, well, if he's talking about it, if he talks about it enough, he's eventually gonna do it. And to me, it's like I, I need, like, at that point, I was like, I need something to like make people recognize me. Like back then, I like, I didn't have my colored hair. Came out to an Abella Danger T-shirt, like. I think I got my hair braided that day, but that was about it. Like, yeah. I was like, "This about me that stands out." Like, I need something. Like, oh, I'm gonna be the guy who jumps off the stage. <laughs> Fuck it, <laughs> let's do it. So, <laughs> you went for it, and obviously it paid off. Yeah. yeah, it's a part of the signature before the shows now. Yeah, immortalized forever. Yeah. Um, as far as you've had a lot of great matches. But who is, you know, Ric Flair, he had Ricky Steamboat. Um, John Cena had Edge. Shawn Michaels had pretty much everybody. Um, With the tough question again, Ricky. Let's just say, <laughs> let's just say Brad. Hey, hey, I'm, I asked the questions people want to know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let me see. Who, who is like, if you don't have one, you can name another, but... Who are like some guys that on any given night you step in those ropes, you know it's just gonna be magic each and every time. It's it's only like maybe one or two people most of the time. Mm. In your case, it might be a couple. I think it's quite a few, honestly. Yeah. Um, and does this go back to like my entire career? Like. Yeah. Um, I definitely want to say first off, 
um, Rob Love. Uh, the first match I had with him was like in San Antonio, and then we had the match in Sea City, and then we had a couple matches in McAllen. Mm-hmm. Every time we get in the ring, like it's just like perfect. Like, and yeah. he he's got such a great like great heel. He's got such a great mind, and he like when he knows that I can do something, he tells me to do it like on the spot, and like I'll do it, and it's just like. Yeah. Yeah, he's all in those matches. It was, yeah, like he's just he's he's really good at like working the crowd as a heel, and it just helps me get over more. Um, and every time, like the chemistry is just there. So, Rob Love for sure. Um, Max Castellanos, I've been there since he first started. Like, yeah. I had his first match, and I had like the most recent match I had with him, and even watching him now, like just seeing like how much he's improved since that first match but i mean honestly like the chemistry was there when he had his very first match with me so um him and i have never had a bad match at all so um i definitely say max castellanos for sure um and then i gotta go to you and tempo you two guys (laughs) like i'm pretty much married to you two guys like (laughs) look at that you're gonna make his head bigger than it already is (laughs) Yeah, I, I honestly like a big balloon. I, I honestly didn't think like I'd make the list because I'm like, man, that's so long ago, and my matches ain't near, our matches weren't nearly as good as those other ones. So the like, thing man. about the reason I mentioned Tempo is because Tempo and I like we always trained, we always had matches mm-hmm. in training. Um, every time we had a show match, like we we set out to go completely steal the show. Like that was Tempo. As far as Rike is concerned, Rike and I both came back into wrestling at the same period of time. Like we we had time off. Rike had more time off than I did. Um, but we both came back to train at like the exact same time. And uh, yeah. <clears throat> and I remember like that, that very first day, Rudy was like, you two guys go have a match. And yeah. as blown up as we were, like, <laughs> um, <laughs> we, like nothing went wrong. Like the, the match went well, like, and it was that point that I knew, like, yo, I got good chemistry with this guy. And then he was like, he was honestly my very first like storyline driven, um, character like match that we had. Like, so, yeah. um, with that, like every time I faced Rike, like it just, it was like spot on, like mm-hmm. every. So, um, and I'm pretty sure there's so many more that I need to list, but like, the like you guys, honestly, probably at the top. So. Yeah, um, man, I remember the first time, I don't know if I ever told you this, but I was just like looking at, I was like looking at you. I was like, I don't know if I can keep up. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I I probably need like two or three Red Bulls to keep up with that. But thank God, (laughs) like that used to always float through my head. I'm like, all right, well, I got to work Mike. So let me go ahead and get in gear. But um, I think... I think my favorite feud of yours so far is probably with uh, Bedlam. Oh man, Bedlam. Bedlam's there too. Um, I think with Bedlam, like we just progressively got more comfortable with each other. And like the last match we had was like, it was like a performance, like, you know, like it was an I quit match, but realistically, like that was like a movie that you guys just watched play out. Like when we had our fight, like, like it was so emotionally driven, like it, I can't even describe it. Like every time I watch that match, I'm like, man, like, dude, like that ending, like we did a fantastic job. Like, and I hate yeah. watching back sometimes. 
And that one, like, I really loved watching it because I was like, dude, like, we've gotten so, like, from the very first match to there, like, you can tell this story really, like, took off. And yeah. I'm sure we're going to meet again someday. And I'm super excited for it because, like, we, I mean, it, that's the rivalry that kicked off pretty much what Max Heights has become so far, you know? So, yeah. And um, I feel like he's, I don't know. I don't know if you'll agree with this or not, but I kind of feel like he's somewhat over. He's somewhat underrated because I'm oh, like, man, that that those pro, his promos, his in ring stuff. I'm like, this dude is clicking on every cylinder. He just needs he's more opportunity. Promos in Texas right now. Yeah, definitely. Um, shit. Um, my first time watching him talk, I'm like. Man, I because I remember before he became Teflon, right? And I was just like, damn, all that came from that dude, the dude that had the headband and the long hair and the tights. I was like, yeah. it's like, damn. And then finding out like he took a chance on himself and left Houston and pretty much reinvented himself. And now look where he is. Mm-hmm. He's doing a great job. As we wind down a bit here on the, I guess the interview portion, some just a couple final questions who would you say your top five wrestlers are of all time Eesh. Eesh. um all time so is this like uh like from like what i believe are the top like performers or like my f- personal favorites your personal favorite any metric you want to use um eddie's number one um i put jericho up there as well um Jeff Hardy always one of my favorites um I think everybody gravitates toward Jeff Hardy at some point in their life um I have a lot of mannerisms of the rock um so I always put him on top of my list and um HBK like I don't give HBK enough credit like I never like I always put him up there as like one of the greatest of all time um but I never, like, every time someone asks me, like, who are your personal favorites, I never put HBK up there. Um, but, like, watching my matches, I'm like, dude, like, I definitely have a lot of inspiration from Shawn Michaels, so. Look at that. You, you see that smile? Oh, look, you just became Robert's best friend. <laughs> you mentioned HBK. He was like, oh, Robert. Yeah. Hey. Hey, I didn't never call him Wrestling Jesus, okay? People called him Wrestling Jesus. I just... I just, you just called him Wrestling Jesus. <laughs> like, spread the word, he, okay? He, I said other yeah. people. Hey. Yeah, Robert's got, like, a big man crush on Shawn Michaels. He's... Makes I sense. wouldn't say man crush. Come on. Yeah, Better yet, he, he has a crush on, on guys. He, he, he loves guys that wear, like, long tights and have long hair. Like, so if you... No. Yeah, Mike. Mike, Number if you one. grow your if you grow your hair out just like maybe about six inches more, he's gonna fall in love with you for sure. For sure. Oh God! Mm-hmm. Don't tell his girl that she <laughs> might get a little jealous. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> that that'd be that's yeah, my, why I ask. I might start asking uh, feet pics. Yeah, just, <laughs> or just be in your DMs. Oh, you got feet pics. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. No, no, no. Okay. I've been. Second last question. What would you say are uh, your top five favorite matches of all? Ooh, Ooh. gosh. Yeah, you um, go. 
Let me see here. <clears throat> Kay and Undertaker from hmm. Ray and Eddie from Halloween Havoc. Classic. Uh, mm-hmm. Let me see. Man, this is a tough question. Yeah, I hate getting asked this question. <laughs> uh, shoot, mind change almost every week. Huh? I know those two are up there for sure. Um, let me see. I think, uh, what was, uh, what did uh, Cameron say on Tough Enough? She's like, Melina versus, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Alicia Fox. Hey, man, that's a, Dave Meltzer messed up when he didn't put that in the Observer as Matt of the Year. Man. Um, that's how you know he's biased. <laughs> I like, um, I like Stone Cold and The Rock from WrestleMania 17. That match really like yeah, every, that was a good one. I get that was freaking one. Yeah, like literally every time I watch that match, it makes me want to be a wrestler more and more. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I know there's got to be more Eddie matches. <laughs> Him versus Kurt at 20 was very was. was yeah. really good. Honestly, the main event at WrestleMania 20 was pretty dope too. Um, I can't mention that one, unfortunately. We can't. We work for the company. We don't work for the company. We can mention it. Yeah, we can. It was was Sean and Triple H against that one dude. Against a ghost. Red acted. (laughs) They wrestled a ghost. Ghost won. (laughs) Triple H tapped out to the Invisible Man. It was crazy. Uh, You know, John Cena and Shawn Michaels... um, that match they had in England that one time that was oh, like yeah. oh my god yeah. not a lot of people talk about that match that match is yeah. Yeah, that's one match that and was good for and they go for a solid hour that night yeah. Yeah. yeah and nobody expected that either like <laughs> like John Cena going for an hour what the f- yeah they could uh yeah and then they uh it was supposed to be Edge and Orton in the main event that night but they got kicked off because the match went so long yeah yeah <laughs> insane right like yeah you're gonna have your match the week uh after backlash because i think that was the week leading into the backlash pay-per-view mm-hmm. and then like edge and Orton had to have their match afterwards yeah <laughs> honestly i gotta put this one up there because this is another match that i just love watching it's mm-hmm. the tlc match from wrestlemania 17. oh yeah tlc uh is that tlc oh yeah Ooh, yeah yeah that, that was a great one Back when TLC matches were like, well, at least on the main roster. That was back in the day when those matches were special. <laughs> now they just do it. <laughs> yeah, now you know when now you know every December is coming. <laughs> Here comes TLC. <laughs> you did that yeah. you did that question a lot better than I would. I have a, like mine changes every month or every week. It, it probably will, but those are like the top ones that come to my head, you know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Final question. For people that have never seen you or heard of you, what is the one match you would pick out of all the matches you've done that you say, this is who I am, this is Max Heights? This motherfucker going all out. Check me out, yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Last two questions, yeah, I know. Hit him with the heavy ones. And one match, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It could be what you think is your best match, your personal favorite match, but the one match that you would show anybody who has never heard of you or seen you just to get a glimpse of like who you are as a wrestler. I honestly don't think it's happened yet. Um, but if I had to pick one, I like that answer. 
if I had to pick one that hasn't taken place yet, um, I think the match that uh, Fuego, Myron Reed, and Izzy and I had in Tampa, yeah, um, I really had like so much extra motivation behind that match because it was it was in Tampa. Um, it was against three great talents. Like mm-hmm. I was just extremely excited to be there. It was WrestleMania weekend. Like I feel like out of all the matches, like that one, like even though it was a four way and we kind of like split like all the spots in the ring, like I feel like I had the most motivation behind that match that I I showed out more. But definitely like there's more to come. So well, you heard it here first, folks. Be on the lookout. Also check out that match. It was against Max Heights versus Myron Reed versus Fuego Do Sol and Izzy James. Izzy James. Mm-hmm. It's on YouTube right now, I think. I think yeah. they just it. on the new tech on the new Texas Pro Channel. Mm-hmm. And we'll be sure to we'll shout that match out when this episode goes. Check that one out. Then, yeah, actually. Um, that match. Any social media you want to plug? Um, I'm on Twitter, Max Heights ninety three super simple um instagram's a little more complicated uh mh93 till infinity and of course you can just check out the facebook page max heights and uh i also have a new shop online it's a uh, the shopify website it's infinity-heights.myshopify.com and you can go check out the latest max heights merch on that website so okay, here no feet pics no asking for feet pics oh yeah <laughs> no yeah please no. don't no autograph feet pics. Uh, uh, no. Eight by ten feet pics. Not gonna fail. <laughs> oh gosh. So yeah, I think we got it here. Exclusive interview with Max Heights. Be on the lookout for him. He's obviously a rising star in the independent wrestling scene. He's gonna get even bigger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so <laughs> Ricky knows it. I know it. Robert knows it. <laughs> and hopefully this won't be the last time we speak to Mr. Max Heights. Yeah. I'm free whenever you guys are, you know. You guys definitely keep me entertained this entire time. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can That's do that. good. That's good. That's what we yeah. need to do. <laughs> Have you guys ever heard Rike sing Seether? Oh, oh God. God. I've heard Rike <laughs> sing a lot of things. I try, no. not, I try not to remember him singing a lot of things, but he does. You're going to put me on a spot like this? Especially some, some <laughs> Nickelback. <Ugh>. Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's one of my favorite things in the world. Oh, my God. So, since it's got mentioned, this is probably where I start singing it, right? No. You got- okay. <laughs> <laughs> God, <laughs> I gotta stop laughing. Oh, we about to have a damn concert on the podcast. Robert, Rob, Robert hates this shit because Robert's a big punk rock heavy metal fan. So, <laughs> did you share a Seether song the other day, Robert? Uh, I'm pretty sure. Oh. All right, we <clears throat> want the vocal cords. Everybody's it's- about to look at a sweet, <laughs> soulful sounds, also known as my motherfucking voice. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> Shut up, Marcel. Don't block the sun, for the sun allows me to shine. Anyway. Just know I have the just know I have the power to mute you whenever at my leisure. Just so you know. Just, don't don't mute. Just, yeah, I know. You're gonna deprive these people 
of these sweet, sultry sounds, man. Like, I have vocal powers that Whitney Houston had, Luther Vandross, Teddy Pendergrass, like the greats. Chris Jericho. Shut up, Robert. Oh. <laughs> just go. Just, just go. Okay. I wanted you to know I love the way you lay off. I want to hold you high and steal your pan. Oh, yeah. That's all. That's all I got. Oh, I think it happens. It's Marcel. Marcel's hating, but he know he loved it. You said you it couldn't hit high notes. Song. You couldn't hit any notes. Way oh, better than hey. Seether than Amy Lee. All right. Thank you, Robert. Thank you. You a real. You a real one. I almost called you a real n word, but you a real one. Robert, don't encourage him. Jesus Christ. I was say, do I get the task? I was say, I finally get the task. No. Is that how it works? No. No, no you don't. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> See, look at him. He tried to lie to try and Sorry. get the ass. Like. Uh, <laughs> but at least, at least I got two out of three that acknowledge my my vocals. Because Mike, if day ever comes, you get married, bro. I'm gonna sing at your wedding. All right. Please, please do, please do. I will, I will. Fuck you, Marcel. I think. Uh, See, that's how you know he not gonna want to get married to that woman. If you, you come up and sing, Rike, <laughs> if you sing at my, if you sing Food that's Fighters cold. at my wedding, I'm, I, I think uh, I think we have a deal. Only if you sing Food Fighters, though. Which the, uh, learning how it's, to fly. Oh wow! Know that I need somebody. That is Kings of Leon. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, that's Kings of Leon. Oh, they, all sound, they all sound the same. You're embarrassing. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Come on. I don't sound right. like Dave Grohl. <laughs> all sound the same to me. They all sound like they're trying to puke up some congestion in her chest some shit. No, that's what you sounded like, so that's it works. Look, shut the fuck up. You always a hater. Always hate them. Like, I can't hate. I'm just telling the truth. That's I'm country sorry. music, man. Every time I listen to country music, I just want to drink or something. It's you just so want to drink any time of the day. Don't use country music as your excuse. No. <laughs> Mr. I sit in the dark and drink a 24-pack. Like, yeah. Yeah, we, we need to... Hey, next episode is going to be an intervention for Robert. Okay. Right. On what My thing? Man. For me. Everything. No. I don't have four on hours in my life. No. To spend on. That's <laughs> fun. Yeah, that's let's push it to six. Trust me, I, I, I had a lot of crazy last three years. Let's push it to six hours. Jesus Christ. That means I'm just going to have to find a certified therapist and get them on the show. So, hey, guys. Hey, Marcel. Do you, you need my name drink? is Robert. You should start drinking now. No, just drink water. I'm fine. When you start my listening name is, to my story, just water and vodka. Jesus what are you going to tell us? A bunch of sad stories about how Mick Foley and Chelsea Green blocked you? Whoa. <laughs> See, I was going to mention that yeah, today. That she I, cut, uh, this probably has something to do with Robert. He probably got this in motion because Chelsea Green got a cease and desist on her podcast, so she had to change the name. So yeah, I'm sure good. Robert has something to do with that. Good. Robert, I, I don't know I how. I did. Mick Foley is like one of the nicest people in wrestling, and you got blocked by him. Supposedly, supposedly, he's obviously not that nice. What do you mean supposedly? Me. You I'm told just... us you got blocked. No, he means supposedly he's not nice because he. I didn't him. do nothing though. You had to do something to get blocked. Like Mick Foley is a guy that you look at and go, man, how the fuck he managed to piss him off? This dude writes Christmas books for kids. How the hell did Robert fuck around and piss him off? He probably said something. About it. <laughs> he probably said something about mankind's mass stinking or something. I don't know what. What did you? Said. What did you tell him? The Polar Express sucked. Did he break <laughs> Like something about the 
the the clown. What's the clown guy? Are they married? I don't know. Him and uh, uh, the the daughter. Oh, the you are probably talking spicy about Noel's boyfriend, fiance, husband, whatever he is. And then Mick Foley blocked yeah, you. Yeah, so I remember that's the reason why Mick Foley blocked me for that. Because that's the only thing I said to him. But the Chelsea Green thing, super hot about that because I didn't say shit to her. And she blocked me. You sure you weren't like crossfaded and you probably just had your phone in hand and wrote something to her and you just can't remember it? No, no. Robert back then, which I'm pretty sure. I didn't have enough balls, dude. Yeah, well, like you, you said 16. His. 2016, Robert, his opening line was probably at Chelsea Green, and then bitch was the first word he typed. Yeah. And then probably said some more stuff. No. Yeah. Listen, so, all, I, all I gotta say is I have something to do with that season assist um, for the podcast. Let me just say I, I might 2016, Robert was a wild boy. So yeah. That was probably during yeah. his sitting in the dark with the 24-pack moments. I'll tweet her. <laughs> you know what? You know what? His Why do you guys just assume that I was sitting in the dark? That just no. That just, you look like sounds like something you do. You look like the type of motherfucker. It was a nice in a dark day. room drinking twenty four pack. Why can't I be outside on the beach <laughs> on a sunny been? day? When's the last time because you were on the beach? Oh have god! Been, have you ever Since been? To a beach? I lived in Georgia. Look at yeah, you. I used to live in uh, Savannah, Georgia. They it didn't try nice to catch beach. They didn't try to catch you because you're shaped like a sea lion. Bro, <laughs> I was six. You can't call six year old sea lion drinking. That's fucked up. <laughs> I was six. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't know where that came from. It just that came from a dark place. <laughs> maybe, maybe now, yeah, right. That was in the maybe chamber. You're the Rick... one that needs to drink the 24 pack. Nah, the ease of which Rike said that he didn't want to say that for a while. <laughs> <laughs> he was just waiting for the right time to bust it out. He's probably having the flashbacks. The last time I saw him in Texas, it was like in 2019. And I looked yeah. horribly out of shape. Marcel looked at me and goes, "That was horrible." Marcel looks at me and goes, Damn, Robert gained weight. <laughs> did I say that? <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I, was I like, did say that. <laughs> I was like, man, shut up. Leave that boy alone. I was in an unhealthy relationship at the time, and I was eating hot dogs and ice cream every day of my life. I'm pretty sure I was going to get fat. Yeah. Ooh, your depression meals. I had a hernia. That was... Look, yeah, you, horrible. Look, right? You gotta. I had pick, a groin hernia for about five months. So pick an excuse and stick with it. <laughs> Did you have a hernia? Were you drinking? Or was it the hot dogs and ice cream? Or was it all of them? It was all three at one time. Look at you. see, we're learning things. We're learning things on this podcast. Hey, hey! In all seriousness, if you going through some shit, bro, just call one of us. Like, just we here for you. We friends. Actually, yeah. call me because Ricky don't pick up the phone. I think you guys blocked me on <laughs> Twitter. I, I don't do follow you. I don't follow you on Twitter. I didn't block you though. You, I'm pretty sure you blocked me on Snapchat too, Marcel. You're I don't have. Like I just how I just made a new Snapchat two months ago, so, and I don't even use I it. I don't know. I just remember you blocked me. I don't snap. Fun dude. fact: I only made a Snapchat because I was yes. talking to this chick on Tinder, and that didn't even go nowhere. So I'm like, why do I even have a Snapchat? Didn't even go anywhere. <laughs> that was the only reason I made a Snapchat because before yeah, I tried to make Snapchat, and I was women. like, I have no idea how this thing works. My life is not exciting enough for a Snapchat. My Instagram is dry as hell. I've been hey. taking a random picture of outside and shit. Hey, and all seriousness, don't don't listen to Marcel. Marcel's talking about 2018, Rike. 
2021, Rike picks up his phone. Ain't that right, Mike? Like, what? I, this Skype, this Skype call, not even Skype, it's Zoom. I called you five times, you didn't pick up. I, I, you can't pick up the phone if the motherfucker don't ring. Quit lying. It didn't ring. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably taking a shit or something. <laughs> You're probably oh, on the God. toilet. You're probably on the toilet talking about this motherfucker. He calling me <laughs> like he my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> I hey, I was literally saying that to Marcel the whole time. Like, this motherfucker's either probably beating his meat or Jesus taking Christ. a shit. No, Rita, he's likely <laughs> taking a shit. There ain't no way that he's going to ignore five, five I w- fucking I phone s- calls. I swear to God, like, my phone didn't ring at all. You better check your <laughs> settings, then. You need to check your settings. <laughs> you need to check your settings. <laughs> I'm the one making the call. I, <laughs> I said invite Rike. I said like five, six invites. Nothing I happened. Don't know. I have to get with my shit because it signed me out earlier today. Skype just don't like you. Probably because you don't pick up. I know it be it be cutting me out of the shows and shit. Like Robert be saying all this rancid ass oh. bullshit, and he and he gets to stay on <laughs> me. <laughs> Me, I'm applying, I'm, I'm, I'm applying common sense, and then I get kicked off. Like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> no, you know, Zoom got an algorithm. I don't, I, I don't even remember what I, uh, I just, I just knew that we had to cut some of that stuff out. That's all I remember. No, I remember exactly what it was. Yo ass thought Lita was actually Mexican. You did. Oh yeah, they, yeah, they worked me. I thought just because she came from Mexico that she is Mexican. You worked no, yourself. No, I got worked. <laughs> you worked yourself. No, they worked me. Nowhere they, ever. She was SAVO, they had a few with Eddie and China. Come on. How does that mean she's Mexican? You don't remember that, Marcel? Yeah, I remember so I that, bet you but thought, I knew she's a Mexican. Jesus so I bet Christ. you thought Yokozuna was actually Japanese, huh? Look, I did. <laughs> For a while, I did. <laughs> when I was a kid, I did. A lot of people did. That's not fair. Look, you gotta understand. I never, I was never aware of Samoan people until middle school, so (laughs) I didn't know what a Samoan person was. I thought he was Japanese. They said he was Japanese. I'm like, okay, he's Japanese. Like, I work around a couple of them at my job, and my coworker be talking mad shit to him. I'm like, look, if you want to get your ass beat by like five Samoans, you go right on ahead. You do not need my help. I was like, that's just you just decided to stop breeding at that point. Yeah, like you just chose you chose death. Like I ain't I don't fuck with Samoans. <laughs> I mean them dude them motherfuckers can grab a whole fridge and just move it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like put that shit on their shoulder and just keep walking with the bitch. Like it while drag up. like while dragging their baby mama by her ankle. They real life sayings. I don't care. <laughs> they are real life sayings. It's like if they make a drag if they make a live action Dragon Ball movie. They need to make Goku a Samoan. Goku and Vegeta need to be Samoans, and no one's gonna complain about it. <laughs> it's the only thing yeah. realistic enough. Ain't no damn <laughs> sense. But yeah, Robert, I don't know what you be having some wild hot takes, and somehow Zoom just let it slide. Yeah, but I get kicked off. I told you. you pick oh, up that then phone maybe they're not that wild. Then you ever think about that? No, they're wild. <laughs> Zoom just don't have standards. No, uh, they're perfect. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. I don't think so. I mean, obviously, if I said the million dollar championship should be on Cam and Grimes right now, I mean, <sighs> I'm, about to hang, I'm about to hang up. But we don't <laughs> have it. Did you, did you go bring up that damn title again? And I try to hear that. You're the only person in the world that Money. wants the million dollar title back. Not even Ted DiBiase want that back. Hey, Mike, do you want the, do you want the million dollar belt back? Doesn't sound appealing to me. There you go. So- <laughs> 
You heard it here first. <laughs> Nobody want that here but you, Robert. Yeah. Robert gonna be the one well, to tweet. I'll just be the minority. Robert gonna be the one to tweet. Minority, say, man. Hey, Vince, why don't you bring back the million dollar title? Blocked. <laughs> Vince gonna be like, I don't. I have to pay somebody to run my Twitter. Vince will not even check I'm his Twitter, but he'll look at his Twitter for that BS. What the hell? <laughs> block that. Whoever that guy, block him. Blocked by Vince. Oh man. Block him and Actually, hire Chelsea Green back. Be blocked by Vince. It'll oh, be in that order, Rike. No, hire Eva Marie. It'll be like block Robert and then rehire Chelsea Green. <laughs> Robert will spontaneously combust if that happens. <laughs> I would. I would be so fucking livid. Look, why don't you just? I don't know. I'm sure. Go back to Texas. I'm sure Rike Mask can train you. Just call out Chelsea Green. You can do an Andy Kaufman. And she'll beat you up, <laughs> but you can get in the ring with her. No, we'll do. <laughs> didn't they did one in ECW where like Francine beat up uh, the referee dude, the manager? And he like beat him up. Man, look, Robert. Just, look, Robert. I'll train you, and I'll like find a midget, and you can wrestle a midget, and I'll probably like have a midget hit you with an F five and pin you in like ten seconds. No, remember we got to do a hair versus hair match because okay. he's trying to go bald. So. He ain't yeah. trying to go bald. Yeah. God, God <laughs> away from him. <laughs> That's the point. Not- I did have really awesome hair. I don't know God. what happened. He told you you could if you got some for him. God said, "Look, man, I'm about tired of this dude with his mane. He like blowing his hair in the wind, thinking he thinking he hot shit. I'm gonna take this shit away from him." That's exactly what happened to you. Hey, bro. But for Father's okay. Day, I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send you some clippers. All right. Father's Day, I'm gonna send you some clippers. I just need you to like DM me your address. Don't do that. All right. Don't do that. I'm, well, I'm trying to help. I'm trying to help him, Marcel. You want everybody to be bald like you? Yes. <laughs> it's the way to go. It's the best, best life choice ever made in my life to shave in my head. I'm trying to bring Robert to the light. I gotta. You just gonna like, grow my beard a see, little bit longer. See, what nobody told you, and I never told you this. I never told you this because I love you. But I'm going to tell you now, the main reason you just keep shaving your head is because you don't know how to groom your hair right. Because every time you groom your hair, you're like a damn runaway slave. But <laughs> like you don't pick it. Like you don't pick it. You don't comb it. You don't put no product in it. Ricky needs to be coming out looking like every kind of plantation. That, this is true. <laughs> just walk straight off. Yeah, I do like, remember you growing your hair out. And I was like, what the fuck is going on right now? Yeah. A few times I've seen Rike with hair. I'm like, this motherfucker walked out the house. Didn't put no product in <laughs> Just look dry. Look dry as a cotton he was supposed to be picking that day. Just, <laughs> just out there. <laughs> Really out in the world I, looking this dusty. I said, Jesus Christ. Put I on can't lie. Do something. I can't lie. That is why I shaved it. <laughs> <laughs> See, look at that shit. You're too lazy to groom it. <laughs> My hair is nappy and it's curly. I would comb that bitch and it'll just roll right back up. No matter what I put on that shit. So I was just like, man, I'm going to cut this hoe. So you weren't going like, bald. You just gave up. <laughs> yeah, like. My mom was like, you should try to put this on. And I'm like, man, I didn't try like all these damn products and my hair just rolls right back up. So I'm just like, man, let me just cut this shit off. Call it a day. <laughs> I'm tired of it. Yeah. Just grow up no, the beard. I'll be right there with you, brother. I have no patience. I was like, let me just go ahead and get rid of this shit. I mean, if you kept that slave hair, it would make you look less generic when you were wrestling. 
<laughs> fuck both of y'all. Or better yet, fuck you. Just me specifically. Enrique's hair troubles, I think we'll call it for tonight. <laughs> we'll see y'all next time. Uh, yeah. Adios. <laughs>